Hello everyone, this is Andre Truitt, representative for Just Gifted Clothing Brand. If you have individual talent of any kind, we are talking to you. Join this clothing brand that has built a community of people that encourages others to use their gifts and talents. Man, we are the fastest growing brand that you haven't heard of yet. To find out what we're really about, just go to JustGiftedClothingBrand.com. Let me spell that out for you. J-U-S G-I-F-T-E-D clothingbrand.com. One more time for you. J-U-S-G-I-F-T-E-D clothingbrand.com. Talent in any way, you're just gifted. Welcome back. It's Anthony Mitchell, your host. I am truly pleased to announce that I appreciate you guys. But first, before I get into that, I'd like to say, hey, Wherever you are listening to today's episode, whether it's by way of Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or more, I encourage you to like, share, rate, or subscribe to these episodes. If you would like to be a financial supporter, there is a link in the bio that will tell you how. Without you guys' support and continual faithfulness to this podcast, we, as always, we wouldn't be able to reach those that we have reached all over the four corners of the United States. <sighs> but I appreciate you guys. I really do. I couldn't let the day go by without saying thank you. But guys, moving forward, even into a slightly more hurtful, pressing piece of information. I do have to kind of start off on a sad note. I hope you guys are seated wherever you are. I really hate to do this, but keep me in your prayers, guys. Keep me in your prayers. My 49ers, my 49ers lost yesterday. And it was tragic. <laughs> oh, man, you guys know I'm just kidding with you. But the 49ers did lose. That's not the joke. It should be a punchline. But it wasn't a punchline. Um, didn't get a chance to watch. Actually, not not much of the game. It was drill weekend militarily. So had some obligations on that end to take care of that kind of kept us away from watching the game. But I did get a chance to watch about two minutes at the very end. And it was, oh, man, it hurts. 
But hey, friends, hey, family. Um, move, again, moving forward, the month is October. That means we are in month 10. We are here <laughs> at the end of another year. I, I don't know what tends to happen. I don't know what point of life you're in. I don't know how old you guys are. But do you remember when you were younger, it felt like life was at a crawling pace? And what I mean by crawling, it's more or less life is moving at such a slow pace. You would say things like, I can't wait until underscore insert certain age. I get this old. I get to this point. Some of my milestone markers were was like sweet 16. I grew up with an older sister as well as a lot of girl cousins, and they talked about sweet 16s. So being a younger guy around it, I thought sweet 16s were everybody, you know, something for everybody. Didn't realize that for, for especially for girls, that was a time significant age and number. But I thought at 16, I'm basically a man because, right? And then again, another, another age that I look forward to was 18 because now I'm getting out of high school and I'm technically in the door of being grown. And then, of course, 21. But man, it felt like once I hit 21 that life started picking up a whole lot faster and it took a lot quicker from 21 to 37 than it did from zero to 16. It felt like from 21 to 37 only felt like eight years, right? And then from zero to 16 felt like 30 years. Don't know what happens, but as you progress in life, time seems to go by faster. I'm, 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 I'm literally tripping out the other day as I'm going through the attic in the house. I'm looking for some electrical tape. Once upon a time, I was an electrician and I've got some toolboxes I don't use. I have some things stored up that I no longer use. But it was from that time at 21 when I'm in college, 20 when I'm in college. And I'm just accruing a bunch of things because I felt like, hey, I'll use this later on in life. So I'm going through the attic and I'm looking through all of this stuff, looking for electrical tape because my son broke a knob on the stove. And the, the knob for that stove is a very hard piece to find. So I'm trying to get the knob temporarily, temporarily taped so that we can continue to use the stove with a broken part and um, it not occur anybody getting shocked electrically. But as I'm going through these boxes, my old boxes from basically 20 years ago, I'm finding like these old publications that used to come out. Now, I know everything is digital now, but back then you would have publications like Who's Who, or the Dean's List, or who's who amongst. But what it was, there were honors that came in high school when you were attached with certain things. And they would build these books full of kids from different high schools or colleges or wherever, and it would tell this story, their story at this point. But it kind of built this seed of expectations for the future. So if you were nominated, for the who's who, for example, 
20 years later, people didn't expect you to be at the same point now that you were then. Does that make sense? Because of the ethic that you've shown, the prowess for working hard, uh, retaining information in such a way that now people are honoring you and noticing you, they're expecting for you to be here. So as I'm going through my stuff and I'm seeing back when I was in college, I don't, I don't remember doing who's who in high school, but I think I did. What I did in college, I was chosen. And you see these books and you're going through and you see how you looked 50 pounds lighter and 20 pounds younger. You realize how much time has progressed. And now a lot of what you wondered about 20 years, like where would I be 10 years from now? Where would I be 15 years from now? Now you're living in the now. That's why it's good to have these kind of moments where it is impressed upon you to reclaim the time you have now, because I didn't see those 20 years going as quickly as they did. So what it does for me now, and it's been like this more and more as I'm getting older, but it helps me to make each one of my days that I live. That's the every day I wake up, the every day I move forward to have a sense of intention to my day. 20 years ago, you probably could have called me on my old Nokia cell phone, right? Had to be after Friday at what was it, six o'clock and before Monday at a certain time because nights and weekends were free in case you don't catch that analogy. If you were to call me between those hours and say, eh, what's up, man? What you up to? Chances are you might have been given a man, nothing. What you into making plans there in the moment. That was common because for us, it felt like I had all the time in the world. But now that I'm 40 plus, I am not a spur of the moment person. Do not call me right now and say, hey, I've got plans for us because it does not work for that. I am more intentional about my time and I respect my time in such a way now that now I'll tell you, no, I can't do that because I have plans. That's a strategy I've just learned from people who are able to get a lot more accomplished. But it's just crazy seeing, again, how much time has progressed. So what I want to do here today with my faithful friends, followers, listeners, and family, is I want to encourage you to take these last two months and start doing today what you're planning on making into a resolution for two months down the road. What I want you to do by the time you get in that mode where you're ready to make resolutions, I already want you to have progress moving in that direction. It's a lot harder to start a journey that's already in motion versus trying to get the strength, resources, energy together that it's going to take to get it started. I promise you, if you want to lose weight, don't even make a commitment today. Just literally get up and start walking. Do like I'm having to do now. I'm forcing myself. I have an app on my phone. I don't even want to tell you guys what kind of phone I have, but I'm a very proud, loud and proud Android supporter. But as these phones are getting smarter and smarter, they're bringing all types of new 
capabilities into our lives. And ooh, 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 I got to tell you about this app I've got, but it's a fitness app. And what it does is it tracks my steps, which means basically how many steps I take per day. And from that, it converts my steps into like maybe a certain amount of miles or quarter miles, half a miles, but into the distance that I've walked for the day. For me, this is important because if I'm going to maintain weight, which is terrible, but it's better than not gaining weight, but it's not quite as good as losing weight, there are a certain amount of steps I need to take a day. So I have entered some competitions with some people online, and I don't even know these people, but the app allows you basically to chart your steps, track your progress against just anybody who wants to enter month by month. So in order for me to be effective, I like to take at least 6,000 steps per day. So what that makes me do now is when I'm at work, we have vehicles that we can drive from here to there, there to here, and make it a lot faster. But I'm forcing myself now, instead of always taking that route of convenience and walking, now, now I'm having to walk a little bit. Now I'm having to force myself to get out and whatever the weather is for the day and hold myself accountable. This is not like something I'm getting any money or anything out of like most challenges we do have, but it's just a reminder to me that as I'm getting ready to move forward into the new year and of course the new me, all of the, the weight things that I say every year, like, hey, I'm going to lose weight. I'm, I'm, I'm making this confession and my vision board on my goal path, whatever. I'm starting it now. That way, my first day in the gym, it won't be discouraging because I'm technically already in the mode or in the mindset of movement. If you haven't been working out, if you haven't been walking, if you haven't been doing anything productive in that area, that first day in the gym is going to be a bugger, especially if you're doing it right. You don't always jump in the gym your first day, January the 1st, and start off super hard, fast, and heavy. Find something easy that you can begin with and work your way up to where you want to go. So like, for example, if you want to lift weights and you want to be able to get 225 at maybe 25 reps, don't start with 225. Maybe start with 90, get 10 reps, or start with 85, 75, whatever you feel comfortable. Get your reps, but maybe add 10, get a rep, add five more, get a rep, and start working like that every time you work out, slow, slowly building up until you can get one rep at 225 and then hoping that becomes two reps and then three and four, but it's going to take time. But again, start with some movement today. Something else I want to encourage my family to do is to be intentional about what you pray. I know a lot of people go into the New Year's, like I always do, and we have, again, an allotted set of areas that we want to be successful in. But sometimes we don't even cover our own desires with prayer. And I think this is important. Everything we do should be seasoned and flavored with prayer. 
because what it does, there are certain things here in this earth that you have the authority to control, but now there are also things that are outside of your control that you want to give God access and permission to move on your behalf. And I'm going to tell you one of the reasons I say this, but one of the things I've been praying here lately is that God would allow me the opportunity to see people for who they are and to know what I'm connected to. Because I do feel like there are two types of people that come in our lives, maybe three. But the first people that come in our lives are people that God has basically placed there to either open doors for us, to sharpen us, to build us, for us to grow from and learn from. And those are people of value. Those are people that add value to your life now. Sometimes value doesn't look valuable in that moment. There are some people who have challenged me in my life to be better in areas and have held me accountable and held me to the carpet when I'm laughing and cracking jokes, when I'm cutting up, when I'm trying to act like all the other fellas, they would stop me in my tracks and kind of course correct. That doesn't feel valuable to me, but it's something God has pinpointed as being a virtue each of us need. We all need people that bring value to our life. Sometimes it's hard to see those differences. If I got to give my, my trainer, my physical trainer, a shameless plug, every time I work out with him, I dislike him even more. But I love the results. Do y'all see where I'm going? Like when we're working out and he's doing the things I hate the most, which are burpees, which are squats, which are anything dealing with leg workouts. <laughs> I hate him in that moment. You know, I say that figuratively, but I don't hate. But I strongly dislike him when he pushes me to a point where now I want to throw up because all the fried chicken, the milkshakes, the frosties, all of that want to come up. But when I start looking and seeing some results, when my legs are stronger, when I'm running up a flight of stairs and I'm no longer breathing hard and I get to the top, I look at my trainer and say, hey, I see the value that he brought to my life. I see that pushing. I see the conversations where he was trying to make me eat better. I see how it's all connected to where I'm trying to go. Then you get those people who just like being around you, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. It's a, so to me, it's a good sign if you're pleasant enough for people to want to hang around you. You ever been around somebody with a bad attitude or that wasn't concerned about anybody else but themselves or any of the, all the things they were me, 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 me first? Sometimes nobody wants to be around those kinds of people. But on the final side of my three points, there's that third person that is introduced to your life that has no divine assignment that has no divine connection. And sometimes they come in and introduce things to your life that can be a stumbling block, that can be a thorn in your flesh, that can ultimately halt, or halt, should I say, halt your progression from moving forward. These are sometimes people that are hard to identify because sometimes salt and sugar that's mixed in the same bag looks the same until you taste it. So I find myself praying more and more now that God grant me the discernment, but also to, or the discernment to identify the difference between the two, but most importantly, God, disconnect, disassociate, remove people from my life 
that don't add to its value because you guys don't know the hurt if you've never been set up by somebody who had eyes on you to do you harm from the very beginning that you had good intentions for. If you've never had anybody in your life that you've done right by, and then when it's all said and done, that person hurt you worse than anything you've ever been hurt by because you two were going in two different lanes of life, I promise you, it's a hurt unlike any other. So in this season where we're going in life, man, got to be honest. God, I don't know everything. God, I don't see what lies ahead. But if, again, going back to the weight loss, because that's my goal, God, I'm putting this weight loss as a goal on my vision board. But now I'm praying, God, that you cover those things that are outside of my control. God, make my eating right. Help my eating to be right. God, also cover my tendons, my joints, my ligaments, things that at my age, I have to be more mindful and careful of not to do anything crazy with. You guys see what I'm saying? It's supposed to work hand in hand. That seed that you're wanting to plant in your life, if it's to be better with your time, if it's to be a better husband, a better father, a better boyfriend, a better son, a better daughter, if it's to be more strategic in the boardroom, if it's even when you give presentations, being very clear in your communicative abilities, Pray about it. Pray that God removes that anxiety that you experience when you're in a room, you don't recognize anybody or you just for whatever reason, find yourself tightening up when it's time to talk. Don't let that fear of talking in others or talking in front of others block you from moving into your next walk of life. Got, got a person of interest in my life that we know a younger person, very talented, very gifted, very, very, very gifted. As charisma out this world is highly likable, everybody likes this individual. It's moving now into a business arena where they work with their hands and they have a gift that can be very profitable in their life. I sometimes pay attention to their social media and I say, mm, now that you're moving in this direction, some of what you post has to change. I know your age group loves certain rappers and rap rapperesses. Can I call them that? That are very provocative in nature, provocative in what they wear, provocative in how they talk. I understand some of us are holy with a little bit of hood. But you have to be mindful that now the projection that you're putting is only going to attract certain kinds of customers. When you're bumping against a wall and you're wondering, man, I've got a million dollar talent. How can I grow? Sometimes you have to say, what about some of these assignments that are connected some to things I'm connected to? There were certain images I don't like for people to even portray me as just because I don't want that to become a future stumbling block. When you're around me, for example, and again, this is not a racial comment, it's just the reality. I noticed that I have friends of other persuasions that as they talk about black women, 
for example, they call them just baby mamas. To me, she's not a baby mama. She's either somebody's wife, she's somebody's daughter, she's somebody's mother, but I'm going to give her a little more respect than just calling all black women baby mamas. Because what I don't want is my wife to come around and somebody call her outside of her title, and then now we've got a problem because you haven't extended the proper level of respect. Or I don't want people to think that just because I'm black, I'm struggling, or that I come from a gang lifestyle, or that I didn't have a father, or that, you know, that I'm living on food stamps, or that I'm living well beneath my means, even if I were that, which I may or may not be, that's not an assignment that I want to connect to my life that when people think about me, they just think about me as another run-of-the-mill dude. My son as a run-of-the-mill dude. My, my daughter is just another hoe. I don't want this stigma to be attached. So again, there are certain things that I will not allow to be attached to my life, my destiny, or that of my children. And you have to do the same. Because I do believe that in order sometimes to be pushed from walking in your potential to fulfilling your purpose, you have to see things that could potentially be stumbling blocks in your way. With that said, people, I really appreciate today's conversation. Um, two months from now, I'm going to revisit this episode. I'm not just talking to y'all, I'm talking to myself as well. But I will revisit this episode. I will rehash, first of all, the pain that I felt seeing my 49ers lose to the Cleveland Browns. But I'm going to move beyond that, and I'm going to remember that this was the day that I started moving towards my goal even more. Does this make sense? With that said, again, I have to remind you guys to like, share, rate, subscribe to this podcast, wherever you're listening to. Get this con... What is this even called? Content. I'm sorry, guys, I had a brain fart for a second. But get this content out to your friends, to your family, to the young ones you love. Let them start realizing that they are more than a status quo. They are more than what society see them as, but they can themselves take some steps in the right direction by moving forward with being called only by the best, moving with the best, thinking like the best, and experiencing the best. But before I go, guys, just this is this is a scripture and I don't even do this often, but there's a scripture that's really been floating around on my mind. And it says that when a man's ways please the Lord, he'll basically make even his enemies his footstool. And for me, what that means, guys, sometimes we're fighting, looking for approval, for favor. We're looking for recognition from people where sometimes we should be looking for promotion from God. When God loves you, when God loves what you're doing, when God honors the way you're moving, everything under that has to align with it. So if you're looking for promotion in life, I don't know who this is for. If you're looking for doing some new things, whether it's a new home, again, that's that's major around this time of the year. Maybe you're building, maybe you're hoping to move from an apartment to a home, and you don't know how some of the loose ends are going to be tied up. I promise you, give it to God. Ask God, Lord, what are some things I could be doing to be more favorable in your eyesight? What are some ways that I can move with my finances that will bring you more glory and joy enough that you could see me as a faithful steward and open this door for my family? He'll do it. But that's where your promotion comes from. Until next episode, y'all, be blessed.